Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. This congregation is good for me. You challenge me. Uh, Pastor Lloyd asked me to do this, and then he asked for an outline, and I don't normally give those out. It's too much work. So you, you got to appreciate your pastors for what they do here. They put this all down for you guys, and um, yeah, it's, it's a whole lot more work than I'm used to doing. So, um, so John chapter 8, verse 12. This is, um, it's interesting that Jesus makes this statement after the incident with the woman who's caught in adultery. Uh, there's a whole lot of darkness going on. And he makes this statement in, in uh, John eight twelve, and he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Um, the first part of your of, of your outline there, uh, to finish that one up and fill in the blanks, and on a young lady th- this evening, she says, I want to fill in those blanks right now. I said, well, you got to wait. So, the first one. There is an unbroken chain from Genesis through eternity with God pictured as the light of the world. If you look in Genesis chapter three or chapter one, rather, in verse three, it talks about God being the light in the in the darkness when there was nothing. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God said. Let there be light, and there was light. God was the light when he created the earth. When he created us, he was the light. And that chain extends from Genesis all the way through to the book of Revelation, wherein heaven is described. And in Revelation 21... Verse 23, we read this. The city, the new Jerusalem, had no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is the light. And then in chapter 22 and verse 5, we read, There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light. They shall reign forever and ever. So all the way from the very beginning, before there was time, until the end when time will no longer be necessary, 
God is light. And Jesus declares and makes this declaration, I am the light of the world. Second Corinthians, I'm going to throw a lot of scriptures out at you, but most of them have already been uh, written in other places of the, uh, of the, the, uh, the handout for this evening. But this one's not in there. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. We find this. It is the God who commanded light to shine out of the darkness... That's the creation who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face, in the picture of Jesus Christ. So Jesus can declare, I am the light of the world. The second one there that you have is that uh, Jesus is the creator of, the initiator of, and the source of all light. Jesus is the creator of, the initiator of, and the source of all light. Psalm 27, verse 1. You've heard this probably preached on many times. 27.1 The Lord is my light. And my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, whom, of whom shall I be afraid? Well, you know, when you turn the lights on in a dark room, the fear level goes down, doesn't it? I'm one of those guys that, and, and I, I won't admit this to Pastor Ryan because he's, a, he's an outdoorsman, and, and men don't admit, admit this. So don't tell him I said this. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit afraid of the dark. When I go out camping and it's dark, really dark, I don't know what's out there, what's outside the tent. And I put on a brave face because I'm the dad and that's what I'm supposed to do. But inside of me, there's that small child who's afraid of the dark. But God has shined, and he's become the light of my salvation. I don't have to fear anymore. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Third, third thing. According to the text, the purpose of this light of Jesus is to illuminate our path and to give life. When you turn the lights on in the room, you can see where you're going a whole lot easier. Unless you're used to navigating rooms with your eyes closed or if you're, if you're blind and you don't have your eyesight, you can get used to that. But when God comes into our lives, he turns on the light in our lives, and he illuminates the path where we should walk. All we, and all he asks us to do is to follow him. That's what the text says. 
in, in John chapter 8. This is what he was communicating to the woman who was caught in adultery, trying to say to her and to everyone else that was listening, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. How many people do you know of that are wandering through the world clueless and lost and in the dark? They don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. There's no light in their lives. There's no way for them to know where should I go next because the lights aren't on. And Jesus says, he who follows me doesn't have to walk in the darkness. He also says that he will have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world. He came to give the world life, the light of life. The Lord is my light and my salvation. How many of you heard the term before, born again Christian? Heard that term before? Why is it that we're born again? If, if someone gets, gets baptized, and if, if, this, if it's an adult who decides to get baptized, we, we explain to them that part of the, the understanding of, of baptism is that your, your old man, your old self is buried with, with Christ, and now you've risen to, to walk new in him, that, a new life. You become a brand new creation. That's why it says that we are born again. We have life. The light of life that Jesus gives. That is the purpose of what Jesus is talking about when he says that I am the light of the world. Now this last one's going to be a little bit tricky. Because... I am not a theologian. And I think that this is a theological word. It could just be a, a psychology word. But I discovered this word in, in, my, uh, in, in my attempts to explain a concept. Uh, somebody, one of the guys at men's breakfast one, at one time said, you know, I've been really trying to wrap my head around... God being all, always was, always is, and always shall be. And if you want an exercise that'll, that, that'll fry all of your brain cells, try that one. Okay? But what I'm, what I, what I, the reason I, I bring that up is that I am the light of the world. Jesus saying that is a statement of aseity. A-S-E-I-T-Y. Aseity. That word means, the definition of that word is the quality of being self-derived or self-originated. It is the absolute self-sufficiency, independence, and autonomy of God. In other words, God says, I have to make a statement here. I have to declare who I am, but I cannot do it 
founded on anything else other than me. That means that God is not dependent on how I feel about him. It means that God is not, his existence and his power and his might and his ability is not dependent on whether I believe he can. It is, and when Jesus says, I am, he's referencing himself. He's not referencing any other origination point. He's not referencing any other uh, uh, reference point other than himself because he is the only one who can make a statement like that. That is what aseity means. Um, we ha- I, I just recently, uh, my wife and I, uh, do a lot. I, I love doing music, and and uh, there's a song that we that we pulled, and I figured out how to do it and and stuff. But the song is is uh, still got a reason to praise. And one of the lines of the chorus goes something like this: it, you, "That you're the God of the the breakthrough when I'm breaking down." It doesn't matter, and he says, uh, no, matter, uh, uh, no matter how I'm feeling, I still have a reason to praise. I can be feeling absolutely oppressed. I can be feeling like, like all the world is against me, like I will never see the light again. And God is the light. His power, his authority, his I am statement of being the light of the world is not dependent on anything other than him. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I still have a reason to praise him because he is worthy and he can do all things. So, I am the light of the world is a statement of aseity. Will you pray with me as, as Bridget comes? She's going to lead us in one, or well, she's going to play another uh, a song to end us up here this evening. And let's let's pray and ask God uh, to uh, to help us this evening. Father, I thank you that you are who you are. Lord, I thank you that. You are who you are regardless of how I feel about it, regardless of how I think about it, regardless of what someone tells me about you. You are the light of the world. My light, my salvation. You help me to see. You help me to walk through this life. And have the light of life. Help me to walk in a world filled with darkness. And I thank you for that. And I praise you for that. Lord, you are our light and our salvation. I pray these things in Jesus' name.